0: Posting Up is sponsored by Zeal. Want to know the only thing better than getting a massage? Try getting a massage in the comfort of your own home. Introducing Zeal. Up the Washington Post NBA podcast. I'm your host Tim Montems, national for the Washington Post, coming today from Houston, Texas, where I'll be at Warriors-Rockets game two Wednesday night. Uh, we'll see if Golden State can end the series now, or if Houston can stay in it with a win. I think Golden State's going to win, but uh, it should be a great game. Hopefully, it's just like Game One, which is really entertaining from start to finish. This afternoon, though, before the game, I got a chance to sit down with the great Mike Wilbon, uh, someone I'm, I feel fortunate now to call a friend, uh, and who you know, is obviously a legendary columnist at the Post. Who's now gone on to host part of the interruption with another former columnist of the Post, Tony Kornheiser, for the last 17 or 18 years or so. Um, but Will Bond and I got into a bunch of stuff. We talked about this series and Cavs Celtics. We talked about LeBron's future, uh, where he might play. We talked about the endless uh, LeBron Jordan debates and how we're tired of it. Uh, talked a little bit at the end of the podcast about the Washington Wizards and kind of what direction they need to go in now. And we had spent a good chunk of the podcast talking about D.C. and D.C. sports. And Wilbon stated that it's a, uh, quote, minor league sports style, uh, which, you know, not surprisingly, Wilbon uh, has not backed off that opinion. But he had a lot of interesting things to say about it, and I thought it was a pretty cool conversation. Just one quick note before we start, I was at a restaurant with Mike this morning when we did the podcast, the audio sounds good, but there is some background noise, uh, I apologize for that in advance, but when you get a chance to talk to Mike, he's very busy, you take it, so he had time after breakfast, so we did it then, so apologize for a little bit of background noise, but should the the conversation, fine, I think it'll be fun, so with that, let's get to my conversation with Mike. All right, we're well, here with my man Mike Wolbon at the restaurant at Merritt Marquis in Houston. Uh, Wolbon, thanks for taking some time out of your Happy schedule. Happy do it. Uh, we'll start with the playoffs, then we'll get into D.C. sports, which I know you're excited about. But
1: Steinberg's <laughs> just waiting on the other end to hear his name mentioned.
0: And I'm not going to call you the cheese boy like somebody else would do. Uh, okay, well, there you go. We're already off and running. Uh, let's start with the game tonight. Um, we talked after Game One. I think we both agreed that it didn't look great for the Rockets. Uh, what is um, what is your state of the series at this point? I think the Rockets can win Game Two.
1: Won't this look wildly incompetent later or proficient? I uh, are <laughs> prescient. I uh, I, um, I think the Rockets. I think a, a, a game or two, a six-game series, would almost be a moral triumph in a in a in a level of sport where there is no moral victory mm-hmm. but th- there can be and Daryl Morris is one of the few guys who didn't say let me retool over the next four years yep. while the Warriors win all the championships he didn't do that yep. he said let's go after these guys let's do this this is what we're supposed to do and so and Daryl being a, a, a Northwestern man like I am I love well, him anyway I was anyway. waiting for that I was waiting for I, that though, <laughs> I love him anyway and I really love that he has the spirit of competition Yep. don't roll over for people that, yep. that, You know, that's what sports do now we gotta have a process and a rebuild no you don't <laughs> You, know, you go get the best players you can get. So it would be it would be a moral victory of sorts. Um but I don't think they can win the series. Like most people, I don't think they can win the series. And that's good. Nobody's right. as good. They right. have two of the 10 15 best players in, in in basketball, but Golden State's got four of them. Right. Four of the best 20. Right.
0: And so what what are they gonna do? I, I don't I don't I don't see it. Well that's what I've been saying from the beginning. Like everybody. All season people get bored, right? So all season yeah. people are coming up yeah. with the well or you know, somebody's going you know, Houston's as good as Golden State, they're better than Golden State, no, they're gonna not. beat Golden State. No, it's no. like no, they have they didn't care all season. They won fifty eight games, they had the best offense in the league. Now they care. They're in the playoffs. They, they got it's and, got their
1: attention. Starting on the road got their attention. Damon right. Green told me that the other night.
0: Oh 100 that was so, the best thing that was the best thing that could have happened for um, for Golden State was to start the series on the road they'd, they'd been back in Oakland even if they won the first two Houston would come home thinking they had a chance and there was a better I think there would have been a better chance that Golden State would have kind of dumped one of the first jumped, two just, dumped one of those games by they start not just, hearing the sweet Georgia Brown
1: music and they, they they yeah you know they'll have a 22 turnover game and but now that's not that's very the unlikely I think I think they'll both I think tonight will be the highest level of playoff basketball we've seen. Uh, not from an individual—that's LeBron—but from mm-hmm. a team. And then doesn't—and it may not matter. But I think I think they can win tonight. I don't know about anything beyond that.
0: But I think they can win tonight. I think they're going to lose. But I think, <laughs> I thought I I the series ended. We talked about it the other night. I thought the series ended on Monday because um, I just feel like this is Cavs Raptors at a much higher level, and the, well, the Rockets. But, and I don't mean that as a disrespect but the, to the Rockets but the, because but Toronto the Raptors, was
1: afraid of LeBron. Right. The, the Rockets aren't
0: afraid of Golden State. They just no. can't beat them. Right. Well, that's, that's what I think it is. It's, a, it's, not, it, I, it's, it's different than Cavs-Raptors because the Raptors fell apart. And the Rockets played pretty well the other night. I don't think they're going to fall apart. But Golden State is motivated to beat them, wants to beat them, has heard all the talk from Daryl and from you know Capella saying they're better than them in January after they beat them. And like they, they, they've never liked Chris Paul. They've all they've all had issues with Chris Paul. Although you know what's interesting, after that
1: game, in very off the record context, walking out of the stadium, standing on the street, literally, in the case of one Warrior, right? I didn't. It wasn't one bit of trash talk. It wasn't one bit of. Well, they got us. Everybody that I talked to, even in, in, in deep deep off the record conversations, they were like. No, those guys are good. We're gonna to to play better. Like it right. is so respectful. You can tell how seriously they're taking them, right. and that's even worse for you Well, that's what I mean.
0: But, but it's just but they. They're, this you is know, these guys. Golden State. Seriously. Golden State likes to at times kind of switch off. They're not switching, they're not off. switching off in this no, not series. There. That's what I've been telling people. Like this, this is they've been waiting for this series for six months. They got their attention. Like they they 100 they 100 want to win. Now now we both watched the game last night. Um, you followed you know LeBron's career as closely as anybody. Um, do they have a chance to win the series though, or is it over?
1: Yeah, no, they have a chance. They have a chance. Because the big momentum swings happen in, in, in team sports when you win two games in a row. And Cleveland can win two games in a row at home. Boston is not overpowered. just four in a row in the yeah. playoffs this year. They'll be, they, you know, the Celtics will be fine. And there'll be a team to reckon with next year. They might even be, I mean, next year with health, shh, wire to wire, or something close to that. And they, they might supplant Golden State. but right I got a now, shot, too, I think. Yeah, right now, Cleveland can beat them two games at home. And if it's 2-2, then we'll see. I mean, we've seen – I mean, I remember Michael Jordan being down 0-2 after losing two games in Madison Square Garden. Yep. And they ripped off the next score. And that was the, la- the last of his first three championships. And so I could see that happening. I, I don't want to – I pick Boston.
0: To win Did the you series. pick them to win the series? Oh yeah, absolutely. I picked the Cavs at five, so I'm already wrong. No, I, I, I picked, I'm, I'm picked, off and I with I that. I picked Boston.
1: I thought it would take six or seven, and it probably will. But I think Boston's a better team, more athletic, more dynamic, more talented.
0: Uh, I, I just, I think they're better. Well, that was the thing you saw last night. Like as that game wore on, you know, and maybe LeBron, you know, I think we both think LeBron probably didn't have a neck strain like they said in that game. A concussion but, is <laughs> yeah. what he had, <laughs> right? But. Uh, as you watch that game go along, I mean, not only was Boston just playing harder, as they have throughout the playoffs, but yeah. you could see they just wore the Cavs down with their they athleticism their, and their they depth. They took their
1: best punch, and they took it again, and they took it again. Yep. And they didn't even have a standing eight. Right. They didn't even need that. Right. So, I, I yeah, I, I think Boston's going to win the series.
0: It would be interesting. I mean, they, they certainly are set up for a long time with yes, they are. With, uh, you know, with the young core they have. And draft picks? Yep. Assets, tradable assets. No, I haven't. I. I have, I'm probably going to write about this later, but I. Uh, I think they should trade Kyrie Irving this summer. We talked about this
1: in our room, our little private setting with people you know, including Mark Spears. We talked about that theme for two hours last night, constantly. What would you do?
0: What would I, you do if? I would I, trade him.
1: Know, I will say this.
0: Because here's my here's my rationale for he it. He gets hurt a lot. Well, he gets hurt a lot. And they have to pay him in a year, and he doesn't play defense. And you look at their team right now, right? You have Jason Tatum, who looks like he's going to be the guy that could score for you. I mean, Jalen Brown scoring twenty points a game in the playoffs. And you know they're they're going to have to make some choices. Yep. So what would you rather do? Would you rather pay Kyrie one hundred and eighty over five, or would I pay Terry Rozier half of that, and I Marcus Smart, and have another guy? I'm I'm to so me of, I don't I'm sort of
1: with you, and I feel I feel sheepish about it because. <laughs> Kyrie is so good, but this is the way sports is ruthless. At its best, it's ruthless. At its best, at its team best, it has a ruthless. You know, even if mad scientists, whether it's Red Auerbach, for my the first part of my life watching him, both you know put together teams. And you know, for me, I, I wasn't around for Red the coach very much. But whether it's Pat Riley, you know, you you you. You have to have this. And Danny Danny Inge is cut from that cloth. Well, look, I mean, look at him. Whether well, they say Thomas get Kyrie a year ago, exactly.
0: So, I, you know, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you on that one. Even though I don't want to be, I am with. You. Well, I also think, I also think Kyrie has really benefited uh, from playing with LeBron because if you oh, remember, sure. well, if, I just mean if you remember before LeBron showed up, what was Kyrie? Well, yeah, Kyrie's they, a guy who right. hadn't won anything. Twenty two games, right? Who hadn't won anything? Who got hurt more? Who he got hurt, hurt all the time? His team, his team was terrible, yeah. and. I mean, look, I, like I, I just, I, I wonder, you know, look, I just think with the way the NBA is going, like you, you think about, like, if they're playing Golden State in the finals, right? They could just hunt Kyrie out every single time on defense. Whereas if you have Terry Rozier out there, Terry Rozier is long and athletic, and he's got, you know, he's got some, you know, he's got some willingness to take up, step up and take big shots well, at big if, moments. If you, if
1: you have Gordon Hayward, and he is your, the two guard that you thought he would right. be.
0: He didn't even have to play wing. They, they, they got three great wings in that case. Right. They Look, can, they're, set up. They're, they're set up to supplant It's them. pretty wild. You know, now they've got they, – they're probably going to get a, a lottery pick from the Kings next year. Yeah. They're probably going to get – you know, they got a chance to get a late lottery pick from the Grizzlies. They could have four yeah. first-round picks next year. It's, un, it's unbelievable. Assets. Asset management. Yeah, Very I mean, managed. I covered I, – I will never forget. I covered – I was covering the Nets when it made the trade with the Celtics, and I remember the night uh, – I remember the night they made the trade because the draft was at Barclays Center and the Nets um, the Nets had their war room in the locker room and I remember all those guys walking out Billy King and and the owners and and, uh, Bobby Marks everybody walking out and like it was just, it's just wild. Yeah. But it's five yeah. years later, yeah. and it's still. It's still scorched earth, rolling along. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Still now they've got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in the same division, and they're gonna. They just, they're they got Kyrie. Whatever they get for good. Kyrie if they trade him, it's. Too good. It'd be it's, it's a remarkable. Uh, it's a remarkable setup. Would you Would you take them over Philly long term? Yes. Well, I, mean, I don't know about long term, but just in the next couple of years, because I think that's one of the most. I mean, interesting thing philly to catch up, but
1: you know what though. Injuries and underperformance and disputes and uh, having babies with mega reality stars and stuff undermines teams, and people yes. don't realize this is not like it's not even like the Spurs. The Spurs were the last group, and they had their issues. They keep the team together. The Bulls were able to do it a little more easily. You know, the Lakers and Celtics more easily. But now stuff happens, and so what's going to happen? Like, so suppose um, I'll take my own my own hometown team. Suppose the Bulls draft a guy. Suppose they draft Porter Jr. He turns out to be what people thought he was in
0: a year summer. ago. Yeah.
1: And all of a sudden you got Porter Jr. And Zach Levine and Markanen and Chris Dunn and all those role players. Suppose those type, you, know, you don't know. Suppose, like, all you need is all you need. It may not happen for anybody. Right. If you get two guys to outperform their position yeah. in the draft. Yeah. The Bulls, like, it looks like they already have at least two guys who might do that. And you get another one, then all of a sudden you're a challenge. You don't know, but then they could fall apart. You get an injury. Derrick Rose. We thought the Bulls were set. Yeah. Injuries killed them. Injuries to an MVP killed them. So that can happen to Golden State. It can happen to. It can happen to Boston. It can happen to Philly. But I don't. I'm wishing not. I'm wishing none of that on all of them. I just want to see it. I want to see it play out to its max. That's what the NBA is about. It's not like everybody wants to do, include my dear friend Mike Greenberg, and make them the NFL. They want, they want to turn everything into the NFL. Sorry, that model's over. It's
0: dead. Right, right. You know, no, you
1: don't need a single game elimination. You don't need to imitate the NFL. Right. You know, which 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 our network, my network, has a, a bunch of people doing that constantly. Sure. No, you don't. You you follow your own model and That's you, right. you stay true to your own culture. And so watching people take shots at the great team is what happens in the NBA. And NFL devotees don't get that.
0: Well, they also the thing that's also amused me is that, like, everybody's talking about how Golden State has ruined basketball, right? It's made it for the well, whole Well, Well, not only that, generation. But, I mean, you know the history of the sport as well as anybody. There have been, all there's ever been are great teams in the NBA. But that's, that's how the sport but is. That's because
1: people aren't paying attention who love the NFL. Right. People who are devoted to the NFL mostly right. because it's king. Like, I've watched more NFL than anybody I'm accusing of being an NFL devotee. <laughs> right. I've had a satellite dish since 1995. I've been watching, I was watching Sunday Ticket before there was a red zone. You know, and so right. I, I consume the product more than anybody. I would defy anybody other than gamblers. <laughs> and I consume more NFL than most gamblers. Right. I don't do anything on Sunday. I don't, I'm not I a father on Sunday. I'm not a husband TV. on Sunday. I don't do Jack on Sunday. I watch the NFL. Okay? And so I'm accusing people who watch less NFL than I do. Of being, they just want to. They, they want to remake everything in the NFL's image, and they need to understand soccer and basketball are inter- global sports that don't need to fashion themselves after a domestic product. It's
0: but almost don't like you that. give takes on TV. No, <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> no, we we talked about that before. I'm with you 100. percent I mean, look, everybody under 30, yes. you know, it we're we're mm-hmm. with the right sport long being term forward. for sure. Um, but speaking of speaking of the Warriors though, where I, I said this to you the other right. I think they're the best team talent wise ever. And I'm curious, as somebody yeah. who's been around for no. a while around the sport, no. where do you where no. do you rank them? In I, that they'd discussion? be behind
1: Kareem's team with four number one picks. One of those teams with Kareem and Michael Thompson and Magic and Bob McAdoo, so they wouldn't be ahead of them. And again, if, if, if all people do is go to the three ball, you know, we we could also go to a model where. There's nobody on Golden State who could guard any of those guys except for Draymond Green. They just couldn't guard could There's so long. Like, if you put Kareem... Grant's pretty and, long. And, okay, but you put Kareem and McAdoo and Michael Thompson on the floor with Irvin Johnson, who nobody's as tall as... Right. At the, ...at the position at that at that point in time. Right. No, so they're behind That'd them. Be a fun matchup. They're behind Wilt and, and the 1967 team, which won the championship with Chet Walker and, uh, you know, I mean... Oh, I didn't Greer. expect you to pick that team. That was a great team. Hal Greer. Billy Cunningham. That's Billy Cunningham. I mean, that's... That's, that's I mean, a great... Yeah, we're talking four Hall of Famers. That's a great team. And I'm not so sure they're better than a Bulls team that I would pick that not even Michael picks. He's, which, he screams at me for picking... I don't pick the 96 team that won 72 games. Pick 93? I picked the 92 team. 92.
0: With Horace Grant. That
1: Horace team, Grant, that not team Dennis Rodman.
0: No, that team was really Horace good. Horace Grant's
1: the most underrated talent in the modern history of the game. And that they said to him long before there was something called a stretch four, go out and double onto Shaq and then get back to Dennis Scott. And he did it. Yeah. And so there's nobody defensively any better as maybe Draymond Green's as good as, as as Horace Grant. I see Horace, I see Horace and I tell him, dude, no one even understands how great you are. He's like, and he's so modest. He's like, hey I. I'm good. I got a son and a nephew. And I was going to say he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't matter. But that's the kind of guy he was as a player. Yeah. So anyway, that team. Um. I mean, don't get I me. Mean, the Warriors are right there. Right. But but I'm not. Oh, the Celtics team of eighty of eighty-six. Bird, Parish, McHale, Dennis Johnson, and Danny Ainge. Ding, 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 ding. That may be with Bill Walton as a six man. I mean, the Warriors are no better than any of those teams for talent, man for man, for me. And they might not be as good as a couple, but. They are one of the right. talented teams of all time. I didn't even mention Russell and Casey Jones and those guys. I didn't see them. I was too young. Sure. But but you know a team that doesn't get credit for being as talented because they didn't win. You can't do it. The, the Barkley 93's Phoenix that Suns team, team.
0: loaded. Oh, my God. The team was
1: loaded. People forget Kevin Johnson, Danny Ainge was on that team. Yeah. I mean, it was an like aging Tom Chambers can he come back to them by then was he on that, on that I don't team think that he the was. conference final was he not there did he retire by then Anyway, any was with right they were they were oh my god they were just stunningly they were great gifted um, so anyway there's a lot of talented teams out there and I love watching the warriors I, I don't feel the need to sort of take a shot at them because I'm an old guy I love I sure. love watching the warriors more than any other team sorry lebron
0: Posting Up is sponsored by Zeal. Want to know the only thing better than getting a massage? Getting a massage in the comfort of your own home. Introducing Zeal. Bring the spot to you and try Zeal today. Right now, go to zeal.com and enter promo code POSTING UP to get $20 off your first in home massage. That's promo code POSTING UP. <laughs> In oh, I mean listen, right I now. think I think it, it, this year, you know, the people you can tell who's actually paying attention and who's not paying attention when you see people complaining about Houston ISOing all the time, since yeah. that's literally what they've done for ninety-five games this yeah. year. Yeah. But at the same time it isn't hard to look at how they play and how the Warriors play yes. and yes. see yes. that one is more enjoyable to yes. watch than for most of us, foul for the hunting and of foul hunting and you know yeah. isolating and dribbling for twenty seconds. Absolutely. By the which by the way that's exactly what Golden State wants them to do. Like when they give Kavon Ludi, when they get Kavon Looney out on the court, and James did. and Chris dribble for twenty five seconds and then shoot the ball, like and that's what that's makes what they them, want.
1: That's what makes Golden State even more talented. They have specialists. Going back to the Bulls team, Scott Williams was that, sure, and Phil Jackson had unveiled him in the playoffs. Yeah. In the playoffs, yeah. I mean, why are they bring in Scott Williams? Oh, because he's going to play twenty minutes a game for twenty games and right. win a title. Right, that Kavon right. Looney can can do that and of course who's the who's the coach guy who's playing with those teams so you know, uh, you know Steve Kerr speaking of talent Steve Steve Kerr is a talent he's a talented player he's a talent as a coach and I I, I love watching that I,
0: I, I'm a, I'm a, sycophant. I can't help. it. I mean, I think, I think just about everybody who likes basketball. Is yeah, yeah, at this point, absolutely. Are you, um, are you tired of the, the never-ending Jordan, LeBron stuff?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm also endlessly fascinated by it too. I mean, I, I, the, the, you know, because the, the problem for Does me, you have
0: any perspective on it? Because well, for the, I mean, people listening probably know, but Mike is close with Jordan and he's close with LeBron. I mean, there's two people who are. I would say probably no one. Is closer with those two guys together than you are. Well, you know,
1: I certainly spent I spent my Washington Post career following Michael Jordan, right? Obsessively following him because that was my assignment from George Solomon, the sports editor, for twenty five years, happily. And it was my, you know, it was was my obsession because I grew up in Chicago, a fan of the Bulls, and I wanted, yes, I wanted to, to see the team win, and I was obsessed with following them. But if you start talking about tiebreakers, right, let's just say we, we, we think they're close. And To me, my, my Mount Rushmore basketball, not that anybody cares, is Bill Russell at Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James. That's a pretty good list. Yeah. I mean, I, that's my fourth. If I got to distill it down, sorry, Larry Bird, sorry, Shaq, sorry, Kareem, sorry, right. you know, Kobe. That, that's my That's fourth. a pretty good list. So, but now, if, we, if we're giving tiebreakers out to the, to the two, I think, of the two above – then Michael Jordan played eighty-two games every year. Right, LeBron did it for the first time at thirty-three years, thirty-two. whatever thirty-two? Because he wanted to. Right. We, we knew he could have, but he didn't do that. The game is different now. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan played eighty-two games every year. He treated it like he was Hamilton, because he was Hamilton. Yeah. You didn't go to see the understudy. You didn't go to see an off night. There was no off night. There right. was no sitting on the bench. There was no pops going to hold out the starters. You got Hamilton. Are people smart enough to understand that Are millennials (laughs) smart enough to understand it? Okay? Here's another thing. You know what? So people get credit now if they ask their coach to let them guard the toughest guy if you're a superstar for a quarter. Right. Or game five. I'm going to cover this guy game five. Right. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Horace Grant did this every night. Right. Jordan said, Clyde Drexler, I got him. Right. There's your defensive film watching. The greatest defensive player ever said, I got him. The other team's best guy. Right. Every net, every game. Right. Every time they play, not, not, not in the fourth quarter. Not four times a year. Yep. Every night. And the people who don't think that counts for something. They're stupid. This, this, these guys. Right. Scottie Pippen was the same way. Yep. No, I got Magic Johnson. Who says that? Right. Really. You think Magic and. Steph Curry, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, LeBron and Steph and who the other great, Kevin Durant. You think those guys, and I love these guys. I love them. You think they'd be saying, hey, let me have a piece of Magic Johnson? No, they wouldn't.
0: Because they don't
1: say now, give me, give, me, give me James Harden. They don't do that. Right. And so don't tell me, millennials, that, 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 this, that this wondrous player, and by the way, what makes me feel bad now that I'm on a rant, is that LeBron James is also just a great guy. Yep. It's the most overused phrase in public life. He is that. He walks it every day. He's yep. the Hamilton of being a great guy. Yep. There's no time off for him
0: in a time of social media and unbelievable. He's, been, he's been in the spotlight for basically he, 20 years and had one step, one step, which is that a, even really which was a chair, which, it, well, I was going to say, the one misstep he had was donating $5 million to the boys and girls. Exactly. That's a, that's a pretty it's good exactly. misstep.
1: I, I, I love him. And, and what he is to sport and what he is to African-American role models and, and, and all kinds of other subcategories, if you will. But don't tell me people are better than Michael Jordan. Because <laughs> you better examine all the evidence before you, and yeah. then, you know, it's it just, there's stuff that he did. And you know what, there's stuff I might go back to to see what that Oscar did. They like had commercial flights and carpools to games. Yeah, that suckers nuts. And people don't take that stuff into account. I'm old. I take it into account.
0: That's fair. Well, the thing that frustrates me on LeBron's behalf is that um, I, the fact that there is this, like, need to prepare everything he does to Jordan every day. There's no need. Right. Well, that well, There's I, no need. Right. It's, just, it's, it's yeah. exhausting to listen to. I can't imagine being stuck in the middle of that. I, of I, I hate it because it makes it seem
1: like I'm trying to take apart, pick apart LeBron James. But I have no desire to do that. Right. I just don't. He's just he like like when LeBron retired. The, the fact he's even within shouting distance, is, with Jordan says all you need to know. I want to sit down and feel like having a cry when LeBron James says oh, enough. Right. Seriously, it's like losing Kobe. I I, I,
0: I tell people that all the time. And like if people people are like, oh, I don't want to see the Cavs in the finals again, or I don't want to, you know, I'm tired of watching the Cavs play. I was like, you know what? I'll watch LeBron. i will LeBron James every, every time single chance I can. That's every time right. he te-
1: it's like watching Tiger. Don't tell me. There's enough of this. There's not enough of right. it. There's not, and I don't. I don't feel the need other than an exercise like this or a real professional discussion to make the comparison. Just I just want to watch
0: LeBron. That's right. what I got right now. I'm happy to do it. Right. No, he's. I mean, I. I. I know you feel the same. way. No, I. I, I mean, same. I tell people like I. I got to cover when I was still covering the Nets. I covered the LeBron playoff series. I covered LeBron in the finals. I was at. You know, I was at the Warriors Cavs series the last couple years, and like. Yeah, I mean I'm I, I tell people all the time, I know when LeBron retires I'll never see somebody like that again. No. So that's right. every every that's right. day, We're every done. day, every day I get it. a chance to watch him play. No question. I'm thrilled to watch him play. No question. Because, you know, like you said, he's thirty three. There's no guarantee he's gonna be doing this five, but, six more years. Right. Well how
1: about this? Would people be happy to see Joe DiMaggio every day even though he wasn't Ruth? <laughs> of
0: right. Of course they would. Right. Of course right. they would. Right. right. Well look, and I remember I'll never forget, I was in Indianapolis at the champions bar at the Marriott, watching a late game, watching a ten thirty Lakers game when Kobe Blue was Achilles out Yeah. Depression and like Depression I was, I was just there's I was I mean it was, I was it was tough. It was brutal. Yeah. And like that you know look, LeBron is probably a cyborg, he's never gotten hurt, but like he could have a misstep tomorrow and hurt yeah. well, like until then. Right. It could just end. Yeah. So, that, that is the one part that disappoints me is that, like, the fact that people need to have this referendum on him all yeah, the time. Yeah, just It just takes that. away from the fact that, like, the guy's really, really good. People should just enjoy that. Um, where do you think he goes this summer? What's I mean, your
1: pick today? I, you know, my pick today is still Los Angeles. I don't, buy the, I don't buy the Houston case. I don't buy the Philly case. I feel First very confident all, he's not going to Houston. Well, if you go to Philly, my God. Philly, that means you take the ball out of... The hands of perhaps the next Magic Johnson. You take the ball out of his hands. What's he going to do? What, be a spot up shooter? Oh wait. <laughs> so you want LeBron James with the ball? Why would you have
0: LeBron James and not want him with the ball most of the time? You, right. You, you, Listen, if LeBron James comes, LeBron's going to have the ball most of the time. And then what, what do you do? What to do you want it or not? Right. What do you do to Vincent? Yeah, I've read just about New that. I think the fit is
1: terrible. I think that we both think that. And and so Ooh. I I don't know. I still think Los Angeles. I think if he's in L. A. If right now you brought the rest of the Los Angeles Lakers in to play with LeBron, they'd have a better chance of beating Boston. Because it's better. Because Kuzma and, and Ingram and what's the power forward? Okay, shooters, they love and, in the
0: rest of the Lakers
1: maybe. Okay, I, I'm just saying going forward, I'll take the Lakers that exist as they are right now. And, and maybe you have to, I don't know, maybe you can't keep Cantavious caldwell pope but you need another shooter out there. But I'll take the Lakers and LeBron. In other words, Lakers plus LeBron or Cavs plus LeBron. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Lakers. I'm one of the few people who says that. But I think if Kuzma and Ingram are good now, what are they going to do with LeBron? Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't understand. And by the way, I mean, daddy's child.
0: Well, I, I think I think
1: he's going to be fine because he has to learn. He can be Ben Simmons and he doesn't have to be fall in love with a three- like every every lunatic advanced analytics person wants every player to be right. Ben Simmons got pretty far this year in his first year on the court, not shooting a three right. Okay, and so so ball they want ball to be in love with it, even though he can't shoot it. Right. Shoots it better than
0: Ben, <laughs> right? And I shoot it better now. Than do ben. you now? I've I have long maintained that if LeBron does go to LA, they're going to have to trade Lonzo. I don't think they have to trade Lonzo because I don't Just, think the only, and I don't say that because he doesn't like Lonzo because everybody loves likes him. Lonzo, but. The daddy. They gotta but, get, rid of the, get rid of the daddy. It's not that hard. Not, well, it's not that hard. What's your boy ever gonna do? about I don't that? know, but it wouldn't be hard
1: for me. Irvin's a lot nicer guy than me. I know Irvin <laughs> Johnson well. We are dear yes, friends after working do. together for as long as we have and being friends for as long as we've been. Magic Johnson is one of the nicest guys ever. When he on the court, he was an assassin. Right. He has to turn back into that guy for a week. And call Levar Ball in and say, you know what? Can he can he just permanently move the kids to Lithuania? Can he get the other kids just out of town? What do you, to you got get. You may have, you may have to get rid of him. And on LeBron, I ain't dealing with that. Well, that's that's I ain't dealing why. Danny that, Ball, that, to be clear, I, he's that's not on the why court. He He's not in the to. locker room. Get rid of him. Yeah. Get rid of him. Yeah. I just don't know I if would. you can. I would. Are you kidding me? Or well, I think I'd pay the son to get rid of his father. Do it. Be conniving. Be manipulative. Lonzo, here's the deal. You're gonna play with you're either gonna get traded or you're gonna play with the greatest player of your generation. Okay? Right. But but you're gonna get rid of your father. You're gonna do it. Not us. You think you think harsher things think haven't he, been I done in the NBA? I just don't think he'll do it. You think parents have never been gotten rid of in the NBA? I know for a fact they have. Oh, been. of course they
0: have. I know that too. I'm thinking I think I just, I just don't know <laughs> Yeah. I just I just don't know if I just don't know if he'll if he'll actually be able to do that. Lonzo. Well, he's got, he's got a
1: choice.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast and are interested in learning more about the NBA, you can get my weekly NBA newsletter, the Monday Morning Post-Up, delivered right to your inbox every Monday morning at 8 a.m. To do so, please go to wapo.st slash postupnewsletter to subscribe. You'll get an original column from me, links to my work from the past week, links to work from both my colleagues at the Washington Post and other writers from around the web about the league, a viewing guide for the week ahead, and some dining and pop culture recommendations. Again, to subscribe to the Monday Morning Post-Up, please go to wapo.st slash post-up newsletter and start your week off right with everything you need to know about the NBA. I mean, that to me is what the choice is. It'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. You know, i thought the whole time they're going to make the finals they're going to stay in Cleveland for a year. Well, I can see staying in Cleveland even now.
1: Yeah. But, it, but if, I don't know. If they go out, God knows if they go out 4-1 or get swept, I don't think that'll happen by Boston, then it has a different look. And I know Windhorse has said, and very with great credibility, because Brian knows, Ron, sure. far greater than I'll ever know him sure. if I lived it, if lived. It, it was his roommate for the next 20 sure. years. And, and Windhorse said, and I believe him, that, This season's result will not determine the will of Brian. I agree with
0: Brian. And I agree.
1: I know Brian knows what he's talking about and reporting. But I, you know, man, if if he goes to the Lakers, oh my God, that'd be great. If they get Paul George, they don't even need Paul George.
0: I mean, it'd be great. Fine. Yeah. You don't need Paul George. you get Paul George and Kawhi there. Paul George would go to Philly. I, I wrote that the other day. That's I, what I, I would, I That's would love peace. I would love to see that. I would love to see him in Philly.
1: He doesn't need to go. He doesn't. He doesn't need to go where LeBron goes. Go to Philly. Play with these new young kids with the energy they have, and be the old man. Be the third
0: option. Be the third wheel on that team.
1: You can a, win something. Pretty, you can catch
0: Boston. Be a pretty damn good third wheel, wouldn't it? That, was, that was, it's gonna be. It'll be fun to have Philly and Boston yeah. in the conference finals it would be. for a while. It will be. be like not for a
1: Chicago guy, but. I understand. Well, the, Bulls, the, Bulls,
0: the Bulls are the Bulls will hit back there eventually. And they'll get, hopefully, they get a good
1: lottery pick and get back there in three or four, five years. Start the escalation. Is it, uh, is it still weird to you how quick that went sideways? No injury does that. I mean Penny Hardaway. How quick did Orlando go sideways? Yeah. I and mean, they were poised to challenge for it. Obviously, the Bulls were poised to challenge because they, they really should have had LeBron three one. A few years later, with Derek's injuries, when and Jimmy on the team when you get, when LeBron hit that shot Mother's yep. Day shot out of the corner. Yep. So no, no injury does that, and injury will do that to any one of these teams too. Yeah.
0: Anyone? Oh well. Thought it, thought it might happen to the Warriors. Yeah, I hope not. But no, that's true. Now well, before we go, we'll talk about DC sports a little bit. My buddy all right, Steinberg, listen up. <laughs> well, uh, I was talking to my buddy Steinberg, and he uh, he wanted to know first of all, uh, you've you've been pretty vocal about. DC being a minor league sports town. Is there a way for that to change, in your opinion? Sure.
1: And it might be changing now. Let me let me let me first give some context to this. We're talking about DC relative and, and this, this started back when there was no there was no nationals. Right. So first of all, there were three teams. Right. And in, in the days of three professional teams, and I've lived in DC, so so people don't think I'm just parachuting in. <laughs> for 38 years. Right. Okay? My summer internship with the Washington Post was 39 years ago. Right. I've been observing this for a while. Right. Okay, I've spent more time at Redskins games and Capitals games <laughs> and Wizards games than most of the dopes listening to me. <laughs> okay. And per, whether a, a sport is a minor league sports talent and in, 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 in the crazy conversation Kornheiser and I have generated, it has nothing to do with whether somebody won Super Bowls or World Series titles or NBA titles. It has to do with what the fan base does. It's entirely about the fan base. Mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., my adopted hometown. A town that has not been good to me, great to me. Mm-hmm. I have lived there voluntarily, no handcuffs, for 38 years. Right. I love it. Well, when you're too. not living in Arizona and Chicago. Well, those, those, are, those are minor diversions. 30, I pay taxes right now in Montgomery County, Maryland. That's right, that's right. And before that in Fairfax, Virginia for 10 years, and before that in DC for 10 years. So people think that I don't know my way around, okay, Rock Creek Park, I do. (laughs) And calling it a minor league sports town, which would infuriate me if somebody called my hometown. Correct. um, Is the nature of the fan base and part of the disadvantage of being a place where everyone's from somewhere else. Part of it is something DC cannot help. Right because you, you have this transient nature of the place, Correct. which also makes it a wonderful place right? and better than most other places to live, right. but it doesn't make it a great sports town. Are you listening to me, millennials? <laughs> DC millennials and Steinberg. So, so, so here's the deal. If all you can do, I ask people all the time, why don't you go to the Caps? Why don't you support the Wizards? Well, because I'm a Redskin fan, but that, see, that's not the case in New England and mm-hmm. in Chicago, the Upper Midwest, and Detroit. Right. And in New York, right. it's not the case in Philly. People don't say, "Well, I, I can't, I can't go to the Sixers because I follow the Eagles." Mm-hmm. See, that's D.C. And if all you can do is follow one thing, you're minor league. Right.
0: Now, okay? do you do you,
1: do you it's, see it's,
0: that changing at all? Yes. Recently, because the
1: Redskins have been so bad for so long,
0: right. I find
1: more people, wonderful millennials. <laughs> linking up with
0: these teams and saying, I don't
1: have to sit around and wait. By the way, and the Redskin experience has turned into the worst It went from the best experience in football, and trust me, I've been to all 32 NFL towns right. many times over each. right
0: Redskins experience.
1: Yeah, sadly. <laughs> the Redskins game day experience is the worst one in, not just in, the worst one in pro football. This is yeah. confined to pro football. Yeah. Part of it has nothing to do with Dan Snyder, it's where the stadium's located and how to get there and the time spent. Well, that's got to do with this. 90,000 seats. I know it's been condensed a little bit, but the drinking that goes on before the game, it's the worst game day. I won't take my son there.
0: Right. Right. I won't take him there. Right. I know you've said that. I'll
1: take him to Baltimore. Take him to anywhere else. We've been to games in Arizona. We've been to Soldier Field. But when you when all you can do is support one thing, avidly, consistently, right, with, with bleeding. That thing. Right. Blood, sweat, and tears. You're not a major league sports town. No, much better than Atlanta, much better than Miami, which please don't even get me started. <laughs> Washington has come along and the, the bring it, the Nats in. I mean, the Nats Stadium. It's like the most underrated stadium to me of
0: all the baseball Well, it seems stadiums. like people are also really, and it seems like it's been for a while that people are really into the hockey team too.
1: Well, yeah, but it's, it's a small, it's a small. Amount. Hockey's always. I contend that if Alex, Alexander Oveshkin walked, up a six-block stretch of Georgia Avenue, one in four people would know who yeah. he is, and that's again.
0: It, different and that's, cities that's are. That's more hockey than anything else. I yeah, yeah, I think so. even I think even right. in even in New that's York right. and Chicago and other places, hockey still. A, it, it, a well,
1: but hockey can be first. I mean, hockey can be. See, here's the thing. You just said it. You just said minor league sports town without saying it. You just said in New York and Chicago and other places, hockey can be number one because it has been. Ch- Why would, in Chicago. I Chicago not argue. You I, can't have no. that in DC. No, you can't. Because you have the. And you, and you know, of I'm people. on the same wavelength as
0: you with the DC I, sports they, situation. They
1: just say I, I support the Redskins. I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I went to a Caps game. Caps games are glorious to go to. Right. They are. But no, I, I just follow the Redskins. If, if all you can muster is I've followed the Redskins, and that's what the town is. Lar- this. The, the 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 radio station which was devoted to sports 24-7 it's just it's Redskin radio right you think you got that you think you got that in Chicago there's no Cub radio that I know of there's no Bears <laughs> radio right is there, is there Rangers or Mets
0: radio not, not last time I was in New York Yankee
1: radio Yankees the Yankees are much bigger than the Redskins relatively speaking to the context of sports history right. is there a Yankee radio right. that is your 24-7 radio right with well, apologies to the junkies and I mean they you know Sure. I don't, but I, I, I don't listen to – and, I, and there, Kevin Sheehan, I get angry. Kevin Sheehan knows as much about sports as anybody who lives within 100 miles of the White House in any direction. Right. He knows as much about local sports and national sports as anybody. Right. I, I'm not going to wake up and listen to talk about the Redskins in the middle of May, in June. But apparently our town does. And when you do that, it's, it's, it's lesser. How about that? If I don't use minor league, it's less than Boston. It's less than Philly. It's less than Chicago. It's less than L.A. It's less than San Francisco. It is. It's less than Seattle, even though they took a team out of there. So I just believe me. it infuriates me. I live in a place where there's four sports, golf tournament, tennis tournament. I'm talking about. We got, we got sports, man. Right. We got sports. Maryland, Georgetown. Maryland, Georgetown. Course. I go to, A, I take my son to AU basketball games, George Washington basketball games, Georgetown, which I covered. One of the most important basketball programs in the 20th century. Yeah. Oh no, I, I don't go to that. I just, I just support the residents. I, <laughs> seriously? So, so, this, so I'm not saying it like like gloating at anything i'm glad i am from somewhere that that doesn't happen right. where every sport can be number one if they earn it it was a blackhawks town for three for, for ten years right and then the cubs, the cubs took it away and now it's right. a cub town and who right. knows what it'll be next i don't know but the, the glory is if that name Ooh. is on your chest that's who you support that city not right you know I, tony i don't rock the ring well you're Mr. DC now. You've turned in your, you've abandoned your hometown, of New York, <laughs> to be Mr. DC. But that's you know right. you won't go. You won't rock the red. What is that? <laughs> right. What is that?
0: I, I just. All right. I know that's enough. Sorry, Steinberg. No, that no. There's. More than you I, wanted I to actually, hear. I have more though. Uh, <laughs> do, you, uh, do you? Do you? Do you? Do uh, you? Do you ever feel bad bagging on yeah. DC like that? Yes,
1: because my my, my I married a DC girl. Right. My son is being raised in in Greater Washington, DC. Right. My dearest friends in my 30-some years there are like David Aldridge, who is a true Washington yeah.
0: sports yeah, fan. Yeah, he is. He is a lunatic David's not, not... You ask well, him about I the don't, football team, I don't DA, 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 da will start ranting for okay. 20 minutes and on top. That's, that's
1: the way it should be. Right. You should be angry at your teams when they're not <laughs> <You're> good. <laughs> and you right. should be in love with your teams when they are... And you should be in love with them all the time. Right. You know, my, 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 my dearest friends care about... Uh, DC sports, my neighbors, my fa- my family, mm-hmm. but I see. Yes, I, I feel a little bad, but you know when I hear morons say, "Well, the Redskins won three Super Bowls in the '80s and '90s. What? Do you, how many Super Bowls did the Bears win?" That doesn't determine whether you're a great sports town, right? That determines that your franchise had a great run, and that's a great thing to have. Mm-hmm. Wish I'd had it, yeah. But but that's not what makes a great sports town, right? Filling the seats when they suck—that's what makes a great sports town. Living through the process and going to the games anyway in Philly—that's what makes a great sports town. The Red Sox losing for a hundred years, the Cubs losing for a hundred years, and filling Fenway and Wrigley, whatever filling meant at the time—it didn't always mean plus capacity, but it meant big attendance sure. numbers. That's what being—that's what being a great sports town means. Sure. And so, you know, just doing that for the Redskins is not.
0: So do you, so you know. ever see this changing? Your yeah, opinion on I think this? it's changing
1: now. Yeah, you do? Yeah, I think it's changing now for the mm-hmm. wrong reason, because Redskins stink. Right. I think it's changing. I think that people, you know, I run into people who go support the Wizards, who are who support everything more, 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 <laughs> and they've sort of subtracted <laughs> themselves from the Redskins, which works against what I'm saying, right? Uh-huh. Don't, don't subtract yourself. You, go, you support everything. Um, you know, like Tony, Tony will go play golf uh, in the afternoon because the Redskins aren't playing. What? What are you doing? I don't play golf on Sunday in football season. So I know. it's it's a it's a sports light town. It makes it better as a place to live in other ways. There are other things. It's a it's a wonderful again, I chose it for thirty eight years. I keep renew. If it's a renewal, <laughs> how many contracts is that? Where it's I go, a lot of contracts. Nah, I'm not going back there. I'm staying in Washington, D.C. It's one of the greatest places on earth to live. Yeah. But don't expect me to make the argument, Mr. Steinberg, that it's as good a sports town as the ones I've been naming. And is that a bad thing? No. It just is. Yeah. It just I mean, there's all these other great things. Right. You know, I mean, there's all these other great things. Um, and D.C. is not the only place that has multiple great places to offer, but D.C. is at the top of the list for me right? in terms of all the things you can have and how you can live and the, the, the I don't know, the fullness of your life. I'm, I'm fine where I am. Yeah. I like to escape to Chicago and escape to Scottsdale the other <laughs> and then. But the word is, is, you know, I come back. I was, gonna, I was waiting for that to get slipped I in. I come back. And, and so, again, mm-hmm. and my dear friends like Aldridge and... They'll get mad at me, but they know I'm not wrong.
0: Right. Right. Well, they don't, sure, will transcribe no. all this. Oh, so You'll yeah, be yeah. able to read it in Washington If he
1: takes it out of context, I'm coming to get him. <laughs> Take it out of context, i do. I do, employ,
0: get... I do want to circle back to basketball one final question, right. which is uh, about the Wizards. I have two questions. First, I want to ask about the, the, the fan base in general. I Washington is such a basketball town. It is. But nobody cares about the Wizards. No, people care. I mean, not enough people care. It's uh, Not it's as many as should. What has to... Like, I would have thought that a run like this with a player like John Wall yeah. would change that. It hasn't really changed it that much. Well, I mean, I think... What it, what has... Like, do they... Does, like... Do the Wizards need to end up in the future with some guy like... A star. LeBron? Well, everybody can like, does use it, that. But I mean, like, does it have to be like that kind of... I mean, maybe. Player? I just think people... You know...
1: Susan O'Malley did something years ago that was both brilliant and subversive in an effort to do what she was charged primarily with doing there, which is bringing people into the tent to the, and exposing them to the product of the bullets. Right. In 1992, three season, after the Dream Team, Susan put together this promotion which said, come see the Dream Team. And you got tickets to Utah, oh, Chicago, interesting. Portland to see Clyde Drexler, wherever he was. I guess he was still in Portland. Yeah, Portland, um, New York. The Knicks, the Spurs, David Robinson It was brilliant Brilliant And people poured in To see those guys They didn't come see right. Who was on the Wizards Right And And It's a It's a It's a
0: unique challenge
1: Because There's so many
0: people From Wherever Right And It's like they just haven't even Caught on in the way Like the Capitals have Or the Nationals have It's just no, Like they just haven't It hasn't Had and any I, traction I, I, I hate
1: it Because the arena's in a great place um, I like going to see Wall and Beal. Yeah. I mean, you know, my, my kid is totally into that. And, you know, and, and, and John and Bradley, while they may not be the closest of friends, they are
0: great with kids. Right. They are great in Washington. Yeah. I know this firsthand. Listen, you just think back. I mean, I think you think back to where the Wizards were before they drafted John Wall. Yeah. And you they think about nowhere. where they are now. They were nowhere. Right.
1: And John, you know, I don't know. Maybe if they'd gone one more round. Maybe if they'd beaten Boston in that seventh game last year. Uh, I, I, you know, of the team, of the local teams, I root hardest for. And for you know, I look. I covered George during and Patrick Ewing. First of all, during John Thompson, and Maryland, during Lefty and Gary Williams, I, I root for for Georgetown and Maryland. Harder for me to root for Maryland now that they're in the Big Ten. <laughs> but I have spent a lot. I want to see them win. Right. Of the pro teams, I root for the for the Bullets, the Wizards the hardest. Um, And I I just thought... I was sitting there at Game 7 in Boston Garden thinking, man, if the Wizards could just win this game last year. After Wall had won Game 6 dramatically. I thought it might change everything. Because sometimes one thing, one player, one series, it can change the way a metropolis feels about a team. So, I don't know. Tim, I... I think one thing could change it, but I don't know what's the catalyst for it. And are people going to go... If they turn bad and have a season out of the playoffs, are people going to go 20,000 strong every night and fill every seat? No, they're not. It's in Oakland, by the way, I mentioned great sports towns. Oh, my God. They're losing teams that they support, they support two of them, the Raiders and the Warriors. Right. Not the A's so much. Not that, not so much. But, um, I, 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 you know, I hope that the Wizards have a flair they find. Maybe they'll find their Donovan Mitchell. You know, yeah, maybe. Maybe they'll find somebody like that who can elevate the rest of the team, and then you have the sort of rallied local support that you do say in Toronto of the Raptors. Right. Something yeah, like maybe.
0: That. Now, what? Now, final thing. What, you don't sound like you're holding your breath. I'm not. <laughs> you worse than me. Well, the, the Wizards thing disappoints me because I, I love everybody. Like that's a great. Like I love all the people there, and yeah. I, John and Brad are are great. Like you said, they're they're great. People like in terms of like I see him with kids, interact yes, with people, are and like wonderful. Scotty Brooks is a good Grassroots. dude. Grassroots
1: Scotty Brooks is a terrific, terrific coach. I know they have had growing pains. Who has it? Right. Like who doesn't have any right now? Other than the Warriors. And well, that Cavaliers? but that's what I want to ask
0: you though. Like to me, like I, I thought this was a year to break through and get to the conference finals because because especially I think you were, were you in Cleveland for opening night when Gordon got yeah, hurt. You, yeah, 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 we were both. I knew yeah. I was there. I was we trying thought, to remember. We, immediately your, we
1: thought. The Wizards of the team we talked about it that uniquely night.
0: positioned that's to take advantage of this. Yep. But then John was gone for 41 games. Right. And well, that's what I wonder. It's like it feels now. Like I, wanna, I was curious about your opinion because it feels like the window is now closed because well, you have Philly and Boston, and yeah. you know they had their chance. They didn't quite yeah. get there last year. They were hurt this year. Yeah. Now they're they're kind of stuck with their roster. Yeah. They like should I'm have not... been
1: there. They should have been there, like to pick up the pieces. They were uniquely positioned when 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 Derrick Rose got hurt. Yep. They should, the Wizards then should have stepped into that that void, if you will. Um, yeah, I don't know what you have to do with that team now. I, I And, you know, look, radical makeovers are possible in the NBA. Daryl Morey proves it, like, all the time. Yeah. Whether it's trying to do it around Tracy McGrady and Yao or Dwight Howard
0: or, you know, he's... he's been I mean, the Rockets away. have had three iterations just the last yes. five years. Well, they have to... The Wizards are going to have to... But well, that requires the Wizards that. to do something which they haven't done very often, which is be proactive and bold. they got
1: to be proactive. And they got to be bold. they got to take a risk. That makes they, don't like back. Take they don't like to take risks. They don't. And I think that part of growing a business, which is an expertise that Ted Leons has, that very few people in the world have. Yep. But part of that is, is obviously the risks have to be calculated from a business perspective. But why are they on the phone talking to the Spurs about Kawhi Leonard? I don't know. Maybe they are. I, 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 w- I would not bet that they are in this new sports betting environment that we're going to be in I wouldn't bet that the Wizards are going to be high on the list of teams harassing you know R.C. Buford about right. Kawhi Leonard but they should be the but you but how you know so I don't know I don't know they're not swashbuckling and that speaks well to look at how not just the arena, not just the team has grown, the arena surrounding that, the business, the practice facility, another neighborhood. I mean, all of these are great things that have come from yeah. Ted's stewardship of the Wizards post a poem, which was a different kind of great stewardship. Right. right. But knocking down the door to a championship, are they going to be the team that says, let's go after Boston and Philly in the East and let's make some trades and do that? Are they going to do that like Daryl Morey did it? No. Yeah. Um, they're not going to do that. And I, I don't know that that's criticism as much as an observation. They've um, done
0: nothing to prove. You know, I I, I think they've done a fine job. I, I, I I've i said at times I don't really understand the level of uh, animosity that comes towards Ernie. There should be no
1: animosity towards Ernie. Right. None. I mean, if he, if, okay, he's made some deals that we all cringe at, but he also gets himself out of those things. Right. And that needs to be acknowledged, too, right. to keep the franchise moving forward And, and in right. sort of a seasonal playoff contention is not...
0: Which they really people.
1: have never been. That's right. This is this is a stretch that that's not happened. But, again, this goes to Washington as a sports town. Where is the demand for that? Who's demanding? Who is screaming, the Washington Post's not doing it? That's not what the Post does. The Post right. is not the New York Papers. It's not the Chicago I, Papers. It's the Philly Papers. And not I never like that. wanted it to be. Right. I never wanted to work for that newspaper. Right. And while I, at times, and while Tony and I, at times, agitated, I think, more now than the columnists, all of whom I know and love, so I don't want to get somebody to say, Will I Rip the Columnist, if I read that, I'm going <laughs> to take a swing at somebody because he's not ripping the columnist. Um, but because, you know, the scream for change matters in sport more than business or education or even politics. Right. Right. The scream for I need to win in sports actually has an impact. Now, in some communities it's just marginal. But in some communities when the when the scream is a chorus right. and it comes from every source, "Oh my god, fire the coach." Guess what? And I'm glad I didn't live in that town. Right. But that can move a team. That passion can move a franchise, sure. And we don't DC doesn't have that. it, does, it doesn't make that demand on Ted and Ernie, on Dan Snyder. Yep. Who does it make the demand on? More than Capitals. That small, powerful group of voices. Right. I think that's had a a little needle-moving impact, but I I don't know what the Wizards, I I want the Wizards to be good. That's, I've I've only seasoned take, look, and by the way, People jump on me. Well, I, didn't go to... I own season tickets to the Redskins for 10 years. There you go. Okay. As a person growing up with football, Michael I'm a Chicago Bind, sports fan. I Part hated, of the minor league sports fan. I hate the Redskins. <laughs> it doesn't mean I hate my friend Daryl Green. Right. 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 Or many, many others that I've come to know and work with Riggins and Jernison and love, sure. love so many people. Bobby Mitchell's like my, my wife's godfather. So I don't hate the personal, the people who are the Redskins. I hate the Redskins because I'm a Bears guy. <laughs> I still bought tickets for ten years in the club seats. <laughs> Not to mention I own Wizards season tickets. I haven't owned
0: Magnanimous DC sports fan, Michael. I, Obama. No,
1: I haven't owned <laughs> Capitals or uh, National season tickets. I might do the Nats. Maybe I could convince Aldrich to split with me. But you know what I mean. I mean, I know exactly. D- what you're d- mean. D- there's no, there's no demand for that, yeah. which at once makes it a more I don't know, a more attractive place to live and be sane. Right. But it also works against the passion of sports. Right. So, I swear Steinberg, this is out of context. (laughs) Coming to get you. We'll just end there.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate this. This was fun.
1: (laughs) You just ran over by by 15 minutes.
0: (laughs) Hey, you, you you kept going. Sure, man. Thanks again to Mike for doing the podcast. It's really cool to get a chance to do one with him, so I appreciate him taking the time out of his busy schedule to do it. Uh, you can obviously find him on uh, ESPN all over the place, both PTIs doing stuff here in Houston for the West Conference Finals. I'm sure he'll be at the NBA Finals. So yeah, I don't think any of you will struggle to find Will Bond anywhere. But as for me, you can find me on Twitter, at Tim Bontemps, on Facebook, at Tim Bontemps NBA, and the pages of The Washington Post are on our website at washingtonpost.com sports. Please give the podcast a five-star rating interview wherever you get it, whether it's Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Google Play. Um, it really helps us out when you do that, so thank you in advance for doing so. We now have a dedicated page for the podcast on the website, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it's WashingtonPost.com slash podcasts slash posting hyphen up. Uh, it's a really cool page. Uh, it's a nice home for all the podcasts. You can go back and find all of them there. If you don't want to listen on Apple Podcasts or something, you can get them all there. We're going to have a native player, which is pretty cool, I think, in the future. Um, but, yeah, no, you can go go check them all out there. We really appreciate you doing that. Thank you to Glenn Yoder and Western States for the themes for the podcast, as always. Those guys are great. Uh, Glenn is the NBA at the Post. He's also a Mass fan. He was bummed out by the lottery situation last night. Uh, We'll see who they end up with with the fifth pick in the draft for his sake. Uh, Hopefully it's somebody he's happy with. But thanks to those guys for the music. Thank you to all of you for listening. Thanks again to Wilbon for doing the pod. Uh, Enjoy tonight's game, and I'll be back with you later in the week. But until then, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all soon.